Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold! Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 162, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is the hard man with harder opinions, AFLM. Hi. And the security guy, Greg. Hola. And our king, baby dog, Evan. Konnichiwa, my bastards and wenches. And that's it. Kanmon! Kanmon! Yeah, and this is the episode one day before Anime Boston. Oh my gosh, that's right. So <laughs> is that when it's being released? Well, we're this is a, as it, as this episode is released, we will actually be at Anime Boston already, probably because yeah, we go in a day earlier and we have dinner and do stuff. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. and we sleep in our comfortable hotel rooms because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And we watch the Bruins game, yeah, which we are yeah. currently in playoff hockey, so that'll be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we do a little bit of play testing for one of our panels. Yes. Um, So we need to go over a lot of stuff in this episode because we have a lot of Con Month fan service. Yeah, we didn't even tell you guys about our panels and stuff. We need to talk about panels. We need to talk about the guests that are going to be there. And we also need to... uh, I don't really care about the guests that are going to be there. Can I say that on the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I kind of care about a couple of the guests. Come on. Don't speak for everybody here when you only are speaking for yourself. We're not pressed this year, so we don't have to worry about that. (laughs) I do. <laughs> um, this is our show. <laughs> we also need to talk about something that we probably should have done in the last episode because it's already started, but the spring season of anime has uh, started. Mm. Um, so there's a plethora of shows that we need to talk I about. I watched four of them. Yeah, which is which is pretty good considering that I started watching I them will, today. I will probably be watching at least three of them by episode two <laughs> because one of them was just bad. Can't wait to talk about it. Cannot wait. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, we are going to start by ringing the news bell, which is over there in the box still. <laughs> Sorry, news bell, John. 
I forgot to take you out of the box, so I just shook the box. I <laughs> uh, love you. <laughs> you're an object, you're property. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Savage. It's not, a real par- it's not a real person, Greg. We gave it a name, but it's, it's still just a bell. Fan art, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what do we have for the first thing of news? Oh, well, unfortunately, folks, another horse girl has gone to the glue oh factory my gosh, in the sky. Oh, right. And it's, it's my favorite horse girl, too. Yeah, your favorite horse girl, Vodka, the actual horse, passed away at the age of 16. Vodka, man. <laughs> Should play uh. some sad music here. Well, it's all right. She won't be dead in the, in the anime, so... Just let me tell you what, horses are horses. They are not. They are not sexy. <laughs> they, are, they are animals. That turned in a direction I did not think it was going to turn in. <clears throat> That's why anime girls exist, Greg. Don't you know this? That's what our whole waifu panel is about. We're talking about that later. Can't wait to hear about it. Wow, that was weird. Uh, we, what, we haven't what was talked weird? about horse girls at waifu yet. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and for our listeners, I might have a horse girl with me for the waifu panel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were saying you had a horse girl with you right now. <laughs> well, technically, Special Week is staring at me while I'm doing this recording. With her big googly eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Um, okay, horse girl died. Yes. Next is uh, ne- Netflix is dying, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Are, are you talking about the live-action Cowboy Bebop? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. So we have a cast for some of the main people of the live-action Cowboy Bebop. And these are people that I actually like. These are people. These are actors that I think could do a decent job. I am sticking uh, firm with, ha, huh, impress me. <laughs> yeah. Cause, because... I mean, one first they were like, "Oh, well, we could do Keanu Reeves," and Keanu was just like, "I'm, I am Spike Spiegel," and we we're like, "Yeah, you know, he really is. That'd be really great." He's been right the whole time. And then, um, and then they didn't do that, and now it's a Netflix special, and Netflix like really likes to botch things up really badly, and um, and <laughs> Death Note anybody? Yeah. And it's, and it's, well, and, <laughs> well, except for Willem Dafoe's character. <laughs> yeah, that I mean that yeah. was the great part. Well, about it. look, look, I still say. That the Death Note live action film was entertaining. It's not a great movie, <laughs> but it's not a film that I felt like my time was wasted with. Um, no, that's that's for sure. Uh, so with Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop is such a sacred, such a sacred show to the anime community. It's that, a staple. That messing with it in any kind of way could result in disastrous things happening. And I, I just, I saw the cast and I was like whatever yeah like i don't whatever i don't care they got a good they got a good shot at this and i'm not saying it's because of the casting or anything i'm just saying that because of shinichiro watanabe um he is gonna be the one did i say the right name yeah yeah shinichiro watanabe is the like the lead producer of this okay yeah so and, he's like making sure that no one's fucking this up yeah andrew's, andrew's making eye contact with me so yeah. i was making sure that I. yeah said me right too name. Hey, Shinichiro Watanabe, if I give you a million bucks, will you say okay? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think he's the, I don't think he's the type that could be bought. 
I mean, look at all the stuff he's done ever since Cowboy Bebop. And yeah. With the I, exception of Samurai Shampoo, nothing has been like Cowboy Bebop. He's been doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, I would hope not. So, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the cast. So, for Spike Spiegel, we have John Cho. Well, now, I know some people are like, wait, the guy who plays Harold from Harold and Kumar? That's not gonna work. <laughs> well, if you ever seen him in a movie called Searching, and not to mention him as Sulu in the Star Trek reboots, um, you'll know that he actually can do a pretty good job with acting. Mm. Yeah, oh no, I think he's a, I think he's a fantastic actor, regardless, because I mean, Harold, one, for one thing, Harold and Kumar is funny, even though, yes. even though I'm not a stoner and it is a stoner comedy, uh, I think stoner comedies are funny, you don't have to be a stoner to think stoner comedies are funny. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think he is, he is very funny, but he is also, ab- he's fantastic in the Star Trek reboots. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't mean he's going to do a play, a play a good Spike Spiegel. He's never, kicked, right. he's never kicked anybody in the face before. Yeah. I thought he kicked someone in the face as Sulu once. But Sulu is a helmsman. His job is to sit in a chair and be smart. You know? Um, so it... It's it's hard to say. Like, he's, he's never done action before. Like, so... so it, and I'm not saying that he can't do it. That's not what I'm saying at all. And... Right. The, I would say that the one complaint that everybody has been talking about is like, wait a minute, he's Asian. Uh, well, the original influence of Spike Spiegel was an Asian actor. Exactly. Yeah, there was, um, and, and I forget what his name is. but uh, Johnny, the name of the actor, I think is Johnny Cow, I, I'm like C-A-O. I'm probably wrong. but I No, we're not talking about the actor who's playing Spike Spiegel. We're talking about the Japanese actor who was influenced oh, in the creation yeah, okay, of Spike okay. Spiegel. Fair enough. And I mean, I think he, by the way, looks looks the part. I, th- I mean, just give him a shot, I'd say, and see what happens. It can't get any worse than, oh shoot, we screwed it up because it's it's basically like, yeah, we know you're Netflix, like that's what you do, and then, uh, and then uh, it would be, you know, or or anime or anime properties in general. When you make a live action anime property in general, you basically you screw it up. So we can't be disappointed because we know that anime properties get screwed up all the time. Unless you're Battle Angel Alita, which they did do that very right. That was yes. that was very good, and I ve- and I very much enjoyed. It. By the way, so- I will I will st- I will still say that that and Cromarty High are the two live <laughs> actions that yes. are the only good ones. <laughs> By the way, uh, well Battle Royale too, um, but Battle Royale as well. Um, yeah. Yasuka Matsudo is the name of the actor who Spike Spiegel was modeled after. If you look up a picture of him, it's like Spike Spiegel in the flesh. Um, it's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think, I think that I, it's, it's not about like who they cast and why they cast them. It's, it's, can they do the job that, uh, you know, that's, it's, they got this personality that they have to try to hit and it's, it's very unique and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Next news. <laughs> ding, was ding. That, was that all you, you care about was John Cho? Oh yeah, that's right. We totally didn't even touch anybody. <laughs> I, I <forget. laughs> Uh, yes, but go ahead. <laughs> All right, we have Mustafa Shakira's Jet, and Mustafa got a lot of buzz as one of the, I think, villains in the Luke Cage series. Mm. Yeah, I've never heard of him before. Yeah, I've never seen Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Um, another, uh, for Faye Valentine, we have Dan- Daniela Panetta, and 
I'm looking at a picture of her. She can do it. She has the look of Faye Valentine. Just put the little headband in her head. She's already got the haircut almost. Yeah. I, I don't know who she is either. She was in the Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom. Too bad. Mm. Uh-huh. I see. Sad. <laughs> I see. Oh, she didn't play the f- lead female, did she? In I'm going to say one World? of the lead females. I'm sorry? She was the Mexican character. Oh, no. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody totally different. Mm-hmm. Most important question, who was cast as Ayn? <laughs> Dog. Yeah. <laughs> The bounty hunter? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we all know it's Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman (laughs) can play any role. He's going to play Ayn. I wonder what happened to Dog the Bounty Hunter. He's in prison, I last I checked. (laughs) Oh, well. Tax evasion! Da 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 da. (laughs) (laughs) All right then. (laughs) Is there any word on who's playing Ed? No, no. Hmm. The only th- <laughs> is point. it said that the only way I could really picture Ed is if it's motion capture, <laughs> motion capture by uh, what's his name who played this, um, who plays all the motion capture characters. Oh, uh, well, I mean, Doug Jones is a suit actor, but he'd be like, oh, Doug no, no. Jones is Ed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one who plays, um, yeah, Andy, uh, Andy Circus. Andy Serkis, Andy Serkis plays Ed, but then they get the actual voice actress from the Cowboy Bebop anime to voice Ed. Carrie Savage? I don't even know if she's around anymore. But. Savage. <laughs> Savage. No, Vicious. Now, who will be played by Alex Hassel, who has worked alongside the likes of Ewan McGregor and Bill Nye and Emma Thompson in the past in theater. So he's got a theater background, so he probably knows how to make a good, or rather, how to play a good villain. That is the most interesting group of people that that person has worked with. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Almost makes me wish that I was seeing them instead of Vicious. Yes. <laughs> or Savage. Yeah, or Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Savage Garden? Yes. Savage Garden Ooh, doing Savage soundtrack? Garden. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Audio Garden? What? No. Oh, You're I'm thinking of Sound Garden. Sound Garden and Audio Slave. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. The 90s, Greg. We're talking about the 90s. I was just a kid. <laughs> we were all just kids back in the 90s. Still listen, still listen to the radio. Small tidbit. Next year will be... 30 years from 1990. That makes me feel really old. Yes. Yep, and Nirvana will be considered (laughs) old people music. Yeah. Grandpa, stop playing that Nevermind album. Shut up! You don't know how good music was back in the day. (laughs) Here we are now. Entertain us! All right, fine. So another live-action anime adaptation may be already starting to be put in the works with Akira finally going into production this summer. Is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio attached to it yet? As a producer. Uh, In the same way that uh, Keanu Reeves was a producer on not this current adaption, but the old movie adaption of Cowboy Bebop. Do we have a... um, Do we have... Uh, cast list for that one? Do we know who's playing? Not yet, but we know that it's going to be directed by uh, Taiko Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> wow, that is a different step in <laughs> in movie making career. 
I think he could do well, it. Well, he meant the best Thor movie out of the three. Well, yeah, that, I, that, uh, but uh, it, it's it's not the feeling of Akira, and definitely what we do in the shadows is not that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that may be happening in the summer. So let's talk about really smart voice actresses. Because it was recently revealed that a very popular voice actress in Japan was accepted into Mensa, which is the organization for people with very high IQs. Now, I'm just going to say one of the quotes from the character, and you're going to have to get... Well, well I'm going to tell her, tell you her name, which is uh, Kotori Kawai. Kotori Koiwai. And I think Andrew knows the character whom I'm about to quote uh, that she plays. And it's just her greeting. That is Nyanpasu. Oh. Um, yeah, from... Crap. From... Uh, Edotama? No, that anime about the people who live in a town and it's just like the four kids and they go to school together. In the country. Oh, Nyanyan Buri? Yeah, Nyanyan Buri. Yep, the voice actress of Renge is now a member of Mensa. Huh. So what, so, so Mensa is just, like, is it an academy or an institution? Like, do you get a Yeah, it's like, it's just like a, it's just like, it's like one of those, like, fancy things where, like, really, really smart people can go and just hang out. And now Renge is one of them. That is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Smart people club. (laughs) <laughs> and they're <laughs> and they're right next to the jocks and they just scream nerds oh I remember those days so fondly <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the jocks would have fucked with you Greg <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> you're tall come on you'd be like nerd oh here come here I'm gonna eat you <laughs> ah! Greg smash <laughs> I don't okay (laughs) (laughs) alright so what's next so in Singapore a a citizen of Singapore decided to give the old Saitama one punch man workout a try now who remembers what the workout is 100 push ups uh, 100 meters I thought it was 300 100 sit ups and what else and it was like yeah, it was it was push ups, pull ups, sit ups, sit ups, and running. Didn't he like eat a lot too? Like as it, part of the joke. Like, I don't know. As far as I know, you can eat anything you want. A banana is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the workout was a hundred push ups, a hundred sit ups, one hundred squats, and a ten k run every day. Oh, ten k. I thought it was a hundred k. Nope, no, no. I thought it was 100 meters. Mm. Well, 100 meters 10, not that far. 100 meters will be 10k. Is, oh, I thought that was right. like physically impossible. No, 100 kilometers. meters equals 10 kilometers. I don't know the metric system. No. Can we go back to the imperial system, please? <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to send you guys the article so you can actually see the results. So this guy, Sean Saya, uh, did the whole um, 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups, what the 10k run for 30 days and you'll see like he started out with like a beer belly and now he is actually 
pretty freaking ripped. Yeah, I I actually have seen his his transformation. He did it's... it just for 30 days? Yeah. Wait, he even like so this workout worked out so well for him that his vision even cleared. Like he he just didn't need glasses. I'm pretty sure anymore. he just took out his glasses for that. He's <laughs> <laughs> still wearing glasses in that picture, Greg. What? Oh my god, he is. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I don't have my glasses You're not wearing on. Your glasses. Uh, he looks like he's slouching. I'm sorry, that's not real. In the first picture, he was it, slouching. In day one, he's actually physically holding his shoulders up, and then and and slouching, and 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 standing with bad posture. Do you think this is photoshopped? Oh, it could easily be photoshopped. <laughs> this is like easily, easily, easily photoshopped. Man, this is just fascinating. Though there is a video. Oh, God. So this 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 could be... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to have to say the phrase on the show. Fake news! One month ago, I posted that I will be doing this thing called One Punch Man Challenge. I posted on 10 of the week. Huh? Wait, it was 70 kg. No, no. It's fine. Oh, wait. I just wanted to see if... Uh, I don't know. I mean, the video kind of looks like he... It came out on April 1st. That long ago? The article. The article. This article came out on April first. Oh yeah. man, yeah. I. I oh god, it's an April. It could be an April Fool's gag. <laughs> Damn it, John. We all just fell for it. <laughs> oh. Plus, he sounded like he was he was talking with a Thai accent, not a Singaporean accent. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> One month ago, that's Thai, not Singaporean. <laughs> when did you? How did you know? Because I've surrounded myself with lots of Thai people who speak English and a lot of Singaporean people who speak ah, that English. Is... Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's right. You did go to Thailand for a while. No, I went to Taiwan. Taiwan. <laughs> oh, just, just too many Thais. <laughs> Ta- Taiwan, Thailand, Thai fighter. I just can't keep. I can't keep track of it all. Okay. So to be con- to be confirmed <laughs> later, maybe. <laughs> Probably never. <laughs> All I'm saying is that the the picture side by side, his nipples look different on that on that chest. I'm just saying it is. They are lit differently. So they yeah they are lit differently. Of all the things, not his nipples. The pictures are lit differently. Yeah. Of all the things we could point out in the two photos. Well, yeah. Well, the look at his nipples. The, well, yeah. Well, so the, <laughs> it makes sense, right? The body is going through changes, so it's like, well, you can't pinpoint. It's like, oh, his abs look different. Obviously, they look different because that's what he was trying to change. But you can't physically change what your nipples look like. That's oh just... yes, you can if you try hard enough. <laughs> Not unless you like. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Not unless you give it like the wall where you shave it off. You know. Oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> yeah. I can feel the pain already. <laughs> Oof. Holding oh, my no. nipples and protecting. Has anybody ever seen the wall? Yes. <laughs> Pink Floyd's the wall. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> that. I was waiting. The game show. Oh my god! You're making a Pink Floyd reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm more cringe at the scene where he's shaving off the eyebrows. Really. No, yeah, I mean, I know you see the nips, like, but then you see the face, and it's all, like, all scarred and everything where the eyebrows used to be. It's a weird movie. <laughs> but it's a great movie. It's one of the greatest films ever made. Did it star Burt Reynolds? <laughs> nice. All right, what's next? <laughs> start Bob Geldof. God! <laughs> all right, so some, sa- some more sad news. The producer 
of the classic video game series Senren Kagura, Kenichiro Takaki is leaving Marvelous and joining Psy Games. So, is does this mean that the Senren Kagura property is moving to Psy Games, or does this mean that he is not working on Senren Kagura games? Well, he has said that he will be still working on Senren Kagura titles currently in production up to a certain point. So he's thrown. So he's given the reins to somebody else, hmm. and he's going to be moving on to side games to help start production on console titles because side games only really focuses on mobile games. So he wants to now help him out with doing console titles. So we could get an Uma Musume console video game in the near future. <laughs> That's true, but. It, it is definitely known that... Well, I mean, at, at least as long as we... Look. As long as we still have Estival Versus for Senran Kagura, we'll, we'll be fine. Because <laughs> we can play that game forever. Yes. So, as people know, and I think we've talked about this on past shows, and I've talked about it on my show on No Borders No Race, that Takaki has uh, noted that he's leaving because Marvelous was putting a lot of restrictions into his depiction of Senran Kagura, like most of the sex humor, which were suddenly imposed on him and led him to, quote, unquote, having a thread inside of him snapping. So it got to a point where it was so stressful that he couldn't make the game he wanted to make over there. How dare? I can't, I can't sh- put light beams over my... Vaguely nude women. <laughs> Schoolgirls. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless. And then count on the fan community to edit them all out before mm. during one of the mods. There are mods, that is true. There are mods. There's something there's something ethically wrong about that. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I want no part of it. <laughs> <laughs> he says as he's downloading it. No. <laughs> yeah, look, he's doing it right now, Andrew. <laughs> I almost did buy a Civil Versus on Steam. Not so I could put the nude mod in it, but just so I could have a Civil Versus on my computer. But... I, I don't. I don't have the money to buy it. Oh. <laughs> I commissions from you people. I need money. <laughs> but some good news, as it was officially announced that Senran Kagura Peach Ball will be heading to the West this summer on the Nintendo Switch. Exciting. I forgot. Is that like Sonic Spinball? Yeah. That's, yes! That's the one, where, that's the one where, they, where they're all dressed as animal girls. Yeah. And you... You play Sonic Spinball with them? <laughs> with Senran Kagura? Uh, pinball, people. It's pinball. <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally like Sonic Spinball. Yeah. That was a hard game. Yeah, It was a hard game, but it was a great kinda one. Kind of scary. It is kind of creepy. Greg, that meme's like 10 years old. What? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, which, so, which meme? Spe- speaking of what we're talking about, can I? may I mention it? Sure. Cool. Yes. So we are on the Wicked Anime Discord. Nice. Hint, hint. Wink, wink to everybody else. Join there. it! Join it! Anime memes in... I'm reading our anime meme section and our Wicked Anime fan, <laughs> Frostbeard the Porn Master. <laughs> Hi, John. Frostbeard! Uh, I, 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 Canada. I love that. That's a great <laughs> name. Uh, he posted a meme... Uh, back on April 4th, so that like a few days ago. It's it's called Joe Biden and his waifus. Yes, I've never heard, seen this meme, and I just started bursting out laughing. People take pictures of Joe Biden touching women, and they replace him with anime girls. Yeah. 
Okay, well, yeah, long story short. <laughs> Specifically Love Live. <laughs> yeah, mostly Love Live. All right, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that really explains it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want gold like that, join the Discord. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it's an intelligent time. Our, our meme factory. <laughs> Isn't that what Discord is? Like, kind every of, Discord yeah. channel. Is, yes. Except for the anime. I can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was cool. <laughs> that wasn't cryptic at all. All right. What's going all on All I said now? was anime. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was there anything after that? Well, I do. Well, have... okay, you do your thing before I do the final thing. Which I'm kind of bummed about uh, Derek not being here because there I was know! a very important piece of news off on the Discord. The Discord. Who was it that posted it? Was I it, think it was Gerardo. Was it Gerardo? I think it was who posted it. Um, he was uh, telling us that it's now been announced that Dragon Ball Super Season Two has actually already been released because it's called Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What? They have made Dragon Ball GT canon by making Dragon Ball GT the thing that happens af- uh, after Dragon Ball Super. So they're just replaying that can't the same be real. story that they already made? Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. So, it, so now we're... Was that what the article said? Because I didn't, I didn't read it. Well, let's find out. Unless this was also posted on April If 1st. it was, yeah, because that, that could be... That could be... A, April April very well... Things. Very well does sound like an April Fool's joke. But you know what? Evan was fooled by his, so maybe I'm fooled by mine, too. So, let's see. Oop, that's just a picture. As we're digging into the article... There is nothing in the news April about 1st. this. Yep, yeah. the article was posted on April 1st. So, oh, uh, man. We are just on a roll. This is the worst. Like, <laughs> Gerardo punked you. This is the reason why we only stick to cons during con month in April, is so that we stay away from the April Fool's article. Yeah, why is this <laughs> April Fool's? Over mm-hmm. two. Yes. You got us, Gerardo, you got us. You got, no, got you. You got, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't come to back me up then? You just nope. gonna let him punk me Throw like you that? right under the bus. I got chumped? <laughs> you got chump chump. Good times. <laughs> Fine, Greg, edit that out, and then I'm smart again. Negative. <laughs> no, because we need to make it sound like the Discord is relevant. We're actually reading people's things off the Discord, which we are people. We are. We read the Discord. I'm not. I talk to you every day. That's how I found out that Gerardo's thing was fake, is because that's the first time I've ever seen it. <laughs> I run that Discord. Evan? What do you have next? All right, folks, it's time for Fetish of the Week! Fetish of the Week! So, this comes from Sora News 24. I think I already know Japanese porn company wants to use oh. virgin power to create electricity for romantic Tokyo events. I did hear about this. I, I want to say that this is also what this was also posted on the Discord. Okay. Was it also posted as an April Fool's joke? Because that doesn't nope, sound... Nope, this was released in accordance to White Day, which was back on March 14th. Sorry, what day? White, White day. day. So, White Day is the day where the girls that you get, you got chocolates for on Valentine's Day, you have to give gifts to on that day. White Day. Wait, so I have to give them chocolate and flowers on Valentine's Day. No, 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 no. No, they give you chocolates and flowers on Valentine's Day, and then you return the favor on White Day. In Japan, on Valentine's Day, girls give you stuff, and then you reciprocate on White Day. Okay, I don't know why I didn't pick that up the first time, but maybe I'm just in my own little world. (laughs) Thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah, I read this article, and I think it's because this was also posted somewhere on the Discord. So can you explain this to me again, but slower? (laughs) 
So on Valentine's Day, girls, no, 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 no. guys, the article, the article. Well, not Valentine's. We know what we, we know what white day is. <laughs> So, Japanese company Soft On Demand is setting up a special white... Well, they set up a special white day light display with a romantic pink heart softly bathing passerbys in its glow. However, it's not just romance that Soft On Demand wants to promote, but clean energy as well. As there are two guys paddling bicycles in order to keep this heart... You know, the power flowing. Yeah. Wow. So that's it? It, it, So it's just... So the company itself is literally just promoting clean energy. Yes, and the riders are... And the riders are also wearing VR headsets watching porn as they are biking. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) That was... That's what it was. What? I was wait- that's what I was waiting for. I was just like, no, 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 that's not. Gotta ride right to the pool. Hey, hey, you, you put a carrot on a stick, and then that's how the horse girl runs off. I guess if you want a guy to ride, you just put porn in front of him. Oh, makes bro- it really hard to ride a bike that way. Oh, bro- <laughs> No, this is on topic. Yeah, this oh, is on topic. Can't, you can't use Burt Reynolds. This is almost strange news and fetish of the week. No, yeah. this is scaring me. Because I, I, <laughs> um, I would actually almost put this in strange news. And, 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 cause we also have that other one for fetish of the week. Yeah. Greg's looking at it right now. Oh yeah. Intensely. Oh, oh this is where I bring it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so another fetish of the week is apparently in, uh, sent to us by Wicked Fan Gerardo back in March. I guess they have this company where, or a museum type looking place where you can. It, it was okay. So this was a promotional piece put in one of the stores. So this anime was coming out, and as a promotional piece, they set up the displays at the stores. Oh, for why the hell are you here, teacher? Yes. Yeah. And Which uh, just you... premiered. I, I was gonna. I'm actually gonna watch that episode, the premiere one, see how it is after this recording. I already we watched. Will it. Let you know. Yeah, I, will, I already <laughs> watched it. I will tell you. So the fetish thing about it is like the cardboard standees. They're cardboard standees. You can just kind of like walk up. You know, they look cool, and then all of a sudden. Their like uh, boobs are just kind of like sticking out, and you can kind of give them a nice like squeeze and be like, "Huh, that that that's what boobs feel like, I guess." <laughs> and then you just go, <laughs> right. "Mission solved." Uh, I, I don't, why? How could you do this in public? Like it's like I I I don't even think that this is a proper marketing scene because Japan is already such a taboo culture to begin with anyways and now suddenly you have these standees where you can like violate them in public and people would see you do that and be like there is something seriously wrong with you can you i think most i i actually beg to differ you're more you're more than likely to be feeling like in in japan a lot of people walk around it as couples yeah and you mostly see the female laughing to herself and doing it not the male so like, cause the, like the females will be like, oh, this is so silly, and then they will squeeze the boob or something like that. And it's, yeah, that's usually how it works. It's not. And then it, the guy's it, like, well, this is as close to a lesbian three way that I'll get to see again. And then he smashes the boards together <laughs> <laughs> on his dick. <laughs> Just see one t- picking. Be gone, boner. 
baseball bat style. Just <laughs> you know, it, lesbians. It's, it's a great family friendly event. You can take your kids to in this in, with this. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a good stress reliever too. Mm. Yes. I hear that cycling with porn in your VR generating power is also a good stress reliever. And that was Japan. That was Japan. Um, do we want to transition seamlessly from uh, talking about standees of of why the of why, of why the hell are you here? Why teacher? the hell are you here? Teacher? To talk about why the hell are you here, teacher? To talk about the actual show. Because yes, you've because seen the first I, so I watched the first episode. Did, As you, did I? You you did too. I did. I I'm, I have to wait till after this to watch it. So it's one of those shows that you go into, and you just say, "Wow, everything in this show is so unrealistically played out." that I can't believe anything that's happening and it's so stupid that it's not even funny. It's just, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not realistic. And there's just teachers that are in places where they're not usually in getting themselves into trouble with students. In very, ero- very erotic situations. Very, very unrealistically erotic <laughs> situations. And... I wa- I just I was like okay well it's only a half episode I guess I'm not wasting that much time because <laughs> they're only twelve minute episodes and you get yeah. two situations per episode yeah and I guess I'll watch it because there's a dark skin tan line <laughs> swimsuit girl it well if you want if you want the dark skin tan line swimsuit girl you have to watch the anime adaptation of I did never learn I did and it's so good yeah but we'll I, watch- let me say this because I've been reviewing the manga. I think the anime did a great job with fixing the pacing issue that I had with the first volume. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Because I... Because... Uh, oh, so... All right. Let's forget about... Hey, well, actually, do you have anything to add to... No. Hey, teacher, there's hell literally you? no substance to add to yeah, it. Yeah, no. It was... It was... <laughs> it was stupid. Watch it. And, um... <laughs> it was stupid. Watch it. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I... But it wasn't any... I thought it was... I actually legitimately, in my mind, thought it was going to be better. Like, I watched the PVs to it, and I was like, oh... That looks kind of kooky and funny. I didn't expect it to be as erotic as it was. Yeah, that's what ruined it for me. It's is it definitely was... a trash core anime. I didn't we'll, know. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about one of the other shows that air. One of the other half shows. Well, there's a actually there's a few half shows that I liked that I've of the first episode. But I, let's talk about We Never Learn. Yes. Well, so We Never Learn is another show that stars a dark skinned tan line girl in a bathing suit, and it's very cute. In the end. Uh, no, no, because blue hair girl. Yeah, because the first episode didn't have her at all, and the blue haired girl in that show is so adorable that yeah. it's unfathomable. I'm a bug. I'm a bug. Don't look at me. I suck. Uh, and then, uh, and then that other very cool voice actress who plays Megamine plays the other girl, and that makes me happy. So just for is those it who is don't it know, is it Rie Taka is it Rie Takahashi? I need to check that. It totally is. So, just so uh, everybody knows, We Never Learn is an anime about this kid who is uh, poor and he can't get good grades, and he has... No, he has average grades. He has average He's grades. average across he's, the board. He's, yeah, he's trying to get good grades. No, it is not. It um, is not Rie Takahashi. Oh. Well, it sounds exactly like her. Um, so... It's Mio, Mio Tomita, and Mio Tomita is known for playing, let's see... Uh... Did you watch um, Miss Vampire Who Lives in My Neighborhood? No. I saw the first, oh, oh, saw oh. The first episode. Oh, okay. She actually plays Gabrielle in Gabrielle Dropout. Oh, interesting. 
Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we never learn is about this kid. He becomes a tutor to these girls who are actually geniuses, but only but in only a in their and respective they, objects. And they wanted to, and they want to not. They want to go to school for subjects that are not where their genius is. Like the blue-haired girl is a really amazing writer, and she knows everything about. Chinese lit, Japanese lit, and uh, something. Lit. And she wants to be an astronomer, if and, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and she wants to be an astronomer. And she yeah. knows absolutely, and she can't look at she, math She doesn't equations. understand math equations and science. And then the math girl wants to be in literature and... A psychologist. She wants to be a psychologist. She wants to do psychology, yeah, and, and work with the mind. But she can't understand characters' feelings. Yeah. Yeah, she can't. She can't interpret feelings. Uh, she, everything is an equation to her. Oh, when she did that whole bit about like, how am I supposed to know how this character's feeling? I was just thinking of Aho Girl from that episode. <laughs> Which is also I was like, really how this character thing. feels. I don't know. Ask her. Uh, so uh, I very much enjoyed that show. One, the story is very good. Because so yeah. the reason why he's tutoring them is because the school likes him. He's an average student. The school likes him. No other teachers and tutors can teach these girls anything. But because he's average across the board for every subject, they're like, "Hey, we will get you into your college of choice, even though you can't pay for it, if you ca- are able to help these girls get into their school of choice." Right. And so, which is awesome. It's a very wholesome story. It's a great story. And and uh, the other thing that I was really very happy about was the dad in the story yes oh yeah and i was like oh my gosh this is how our dad it was our dad like that was how our dad died like like the whole like oh my gosh you failed this test wow that means you have a lot of room to grow son like he was just like he's a very supportive dad a very loving dad and very not japanese dad and yeah and we need more father figures like that in shows in general yeah Uh, yes so I love the story. I love the characters. It's cute. Uh, the characters aren't tropey as I didn't. I didn't find the blue hair girl. I thought that she broke a lot of trope stairs. I, I felt yeah. comfortable watching her on screen. Like, well, her her character type. You know who, who she kind of reminded me a lot of was Yuna from Yuna in the Haunted Hot Springs. She kind of has a similar personality. Kinda, yeah. Where it's where I I would I can I can see that. Where it's kind yeah. of an airheaded but sweet quality and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the show has fan service in it. The first episode. So this is the weird thing about anime. Usually, when you're playing a trump card for a show, it's all laid out on the table in the first episode, and the story is what shined in this mm. show, not the fan yeah. service. Yeah. So it might. The get... story is really good. So it, as someone who has read the manga, so it might get more fan servicey as we go along. If they want to try that, probably. it kind of does, but it's not the focus of the I'm show start or the focus of the, the story. I it's yeah, it's like I, I really like to read the manga. Yeah, the manga is pretty good. It starts off slow. I will say the second volume is where it's really getting really good, but. I'm I'm really happy. We should also point out that the guy who dire- who's directing We Never Learn is the same guy who directed Love Hina. Oh, wait, Kana- not Kanakamatsu. No, no, not no. That's the creator of creator. Love Hina. The okay. same director who directed the anime back in the early 2000s. Gotcha. He must be old. 
Old sauce. Maybe. I don't know. Because he's doing he's doing that this spring, and then this summer, this director is also going to be doing the My Mom is in this isekai with me. <laughs> you'll, Mom, you'll only have to say my mom. Yeah, mommy's, mommy's isekai is what we're just, we're just calling it mommy's isekai. <laughs> mommy's isekai. Um, yeah. So that one is actually probably going to be my favorite this season. It was the best that I've watched out of all the things that I did watch. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one, I, I will probably keep watching that one as, as best that, as that I That one will, I will definitely keep watching. Yeah. I, I, that one was the best. Well, there's another one that, uh, uh the, I watched. I think I watched. Oh, I, I I know I know two. I know two, the other two that I watched, but they're they're big ones. Um, so I watched Demon Slayer. Oh, you did. Yes. And it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't feel any emotions well, towards it. I the fir- my first I didn't watch Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. but my first impression of it was Crunchyroll posted the tra- the PV to it on Facebook. And it was one of those clickbaity things that it says, watch it till the end. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch it till the end. And I was like, yeah, it looks like anime. Yeah, right. Like, I was that's, like, it, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't do anything for me. That's what it felt like to me <laughs> when I watched the whole episode. I was like, yeah, it's it, it, it was an anime. Yeah. Well, it is one of the most popular Shonen Jump series in Japan right now. So there must be a draw to it. I did hear that. And I, I will say that the story, like when the first episode ended, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So the basics of the story is there's this family that lives out in the woods and they're trying to make it by. They're a big family. Uh, they're trying to make it by through the winter. So the kid goes out and he sells charcoal for fires and stuff like that. He comes back um, and on his way back, it's late at night. And one of the guys in the village really pulls him in. He's like, no, you can't go out there. There's demons. And he's like, well, if you if I go in into your house, then won't they just come and get me in your house? And he says yes, but uh, the demon slayer is going to protect us. And so he's like, okay. And so he falls asleep. He wakes up in the next morning, goes home, finds out that his entire family was slaughtered by demons. Mm-hmm. He uh, then goes to try to save his sister, and um, the sister, uh, while he's running to the village to get a doctor, turns into a demon. This is all in the PV, by the way. Yeah, this like, is this all in the all trailer. In the, in the this trailer. is all in the trailer. Yes. Uh, and so it's not... And it, by the time you hear this, the third episode is going to be out. So, uh, <laughs> the, uh, so what happens is the girl turns into a demon, and the kid wants to protect his sister, even though he's a demon. And the demon slayer shows up and is like, no, I'm going to kill her. And he's like, no, I'm going to kill you. And so, uh, <laughs> and so he tries to protect his sister, and then suddenly the sister starts to turn around. She's still a demon, but is protecting the brother, which demons do not do. John, so now you are the demon. <laughs> and then he was he the, Who's the pul- real demon between all of us? He got at his Pulsma rifle. <laughs> and then John was a, de- a monster. <laughs> old old meme from, from the day. Anyways, um and and so this kid, it what it looks like in the previews for the the next episodes is this kid is now gonna become a demon slayer along with this other guy, and there's a whole tribe like a whole clan of demon slayers and each one of them has their own Dick Tracy like uh superpower yeah. of sorts and the kids is that he has a demon of his own who's his sister who fights alongside him mm. which is like all right that's kind of cool i like that um but other than that the first episode didn't wow me well i mean i me. so I, I i mean i watched the pv and and crunchyroll was like you got to watch it to the end and i did and i was like yeah what did i did i miss something i don't <laughs> understand like it looks like an anime I, there, there wasn't anything at the end that i should be excited about yeah other than oh look at all these characters it looks like an anime so yep i don't know and that one was uh, unlike we'll never learn 
um, this one, Demon Slayer, was super anime tropey. Yeah, that's see, I watching the trailer, I was like, this looks like anime, the anime. Mm-hmm. So it's and it was. Yeah. That's that's deep. Right. That's that's pretty much how we break down. Well, when we say anime, the anime, it's basically how we break down something that was like it's fine, like <laughs> it's watchable, but it's not going to leave a lasting impression on you. That sucks. It has such a great title too. Well, you can watch it. I mean, I, we 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 encourage everybody to watch everything that we talk about, whether we like it or not. Yeah, we all we all said, hey, listen, if you want to if you want to watch um, Black Clover, be my guest. But <laughs> I still haven't started that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no, yet, yet somehow it's on Toonami you gotta so. watch Longmire <laughs> that's a yeah. nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, so um, well, the so, other one that I watched the only other one that I watched was uh, Fruits Basket oh Yay! okay I didn't watch Fruits Basket and guess what Fruits Basket was amazing mm. it yeah was great, it, was... it was a great reintroduction to the series so okay so uh, explain something to me uh, Evan because I have not seen the original Fruits Basket How okay is, uh, is is this one a straight remake like uh... tell us Victoria oh wait <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. why is it Victoria here to girl out I know I was hoping so was... this is a this is basically Fruits Basket going the brotherhood route ah. they're going to be adapting the entirety of the manga that will make a lot of fans very happy. I agree. Wait, so this is just a group of guys like doing their thing, or because I know the original Fruits Basket was like all women. So is this like no, no, the guy version? Is that no, what? No, 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 no. What so, do you mean? Uh, I don't so, think you've ever seen Fruits Basket. I have never, I don't, and I don't think you understood the Brotherhood reference. Yeah, I totally misunderstood it. So there's this character Toru who unfortunately her mother passes away and now she's kind of living in a tent in the forest going to school and she comes across a house who winds up being owned by one of her uh, classmates and they give her the opportunity to live under the same roof but they have this weird thing about touching one another and it turns out if a woman touches any of the guys in this household they turn into zodiac animals just like real life (laughs) That is like the Cliff Notes version so of what and Fruits what, what we were talking about by the Brotherhood th- thing is back in the nineties. Uh, so in the early two thousands, basically in the eighties, they would just do whatever the hell they wanted. In the nineties and early two thousands, you would create an anime while the manga was still coming out, and then the anime would create its own ending. And then in the in in the mid. 2010s they did these ova recreations of all those shows that had their own endings and weren't true to the manga and they would remake the whole show uh in an anime form based on the manga oh okay they did it with helsing they did it with full metal alchemist now they're doing Mm -hmm. it with fruits basket hopefully they do it with elf and lead (laughs) now the thing about um Fruits Basket, the original anime, which was done by Studio Dean, and this was back when Studio Dean actually gave a crap about the animation quality. <laughs> about anything. <laughs> well, they gave a crap about Konosuba, but not enough to do the movie. But um, we don't have. But the ending to the anime of Fruits Basket is kind of on a cliffhanger, and it was never resolved. Mm. Yeah. So this is why they're going back to redoing it. This so is... this was the first time that I'd ever seen Fruits Basket anything, and, and um, it was wonderful. This is it, it's a good it is a great series. It is 
when people say, oh, it's the ultimate shoujo series, they're not lying. It is a great series. There's a reason why Victoria fangirls over it, because it is a wonderful series. This is this is every anime girl fan's dream. Anime fangirl's dream. <laughs> there mm-hmm. we go. Uh, that, yeah, so, so cool. I have another show that I was watching. I think Evan may have watched this one, too, which was... Which Nobunaga's fiance. Oh, Nobunaga teacher's young bride. Yes, I couldn't get it to work. Crunchyroll was broken uh, when I tried to watch it. Oh, and, really? And it still won't work for it me. It was bad. It was just real bad. <laughs> it's got potential. <laughs> that was that was the one that I mentioned. I watched the first episode, and I probably will not be watching it again. Probably will never. Watch did it. Did you happen to watch the one that I sent that I just described as art? Oh, um... Joshi Kausei? Basically, it's three minutes, no dialogue, and it's just about a couple of girls just putting their face into one of the other girls' thighs. Really? Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Is that the silent one? Yes. Yeah, I watched that too. I hated it. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> just, I, not um, that... Huh. I'll have to... I, I know you sent it over to us, so maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it was only three minutes. Yeah, it's only so, three oh, minutes. So it doesn't, doesn't waste your time? No, well, I mean, and it's a, it's a silent show. Like, they make noises and stuff. Like, like the girls make noises. But, like, hmm. it was a silent show. And it was just, like, it, it was so dumb. Like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> like, on it, the dumb levels of show, show Me Your Panties with a Disgusted Face? No. Yeah. Um, no, because that was art. Um, <laughs> the, this one was just, like, why did I watch that? that like, there's, I could have spent those three minutes literally doing nothing. I could have played Five Finger Filet in, yeah. like, for three minutes. That actually sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, right here we go. Yeah. Uh, 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 wait. Ow, no. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So, does anybody, everybody, know what Five Finger Fillet is? The knife game where you try to, you where you hit the knife on the table in between your fingers. Oh, oh, like in um Red Dead Redemption. IT crowd. If you played that video game. You know what Five Finger Fillet is. Because <laughs> man, was I good at it. <laughs> and then I stabbed my finger and I lost. Or it. if you've seen Aliens. If you've seen Aliens, when Bishop with, does it. Yeah. With, yeah. Oh yeah, Bishop. That's right. He was the. Or you watch the IT crowd. I think season one and Moss like does it so perfectly. <laughs> So we're saying that that's better than anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Agreed. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Did any of you guys watch one called Amazing Stranger? No, no. That's... I think I think I listed off everything that I watched. Same. I, I, I want to say that there was one more that I watched, but I don't remember what it was. Let me check real quick. Amazing Stranger is the one with the robot, right? Right, and who thinks that she's actually... It's basically Buzz Lightyear <laughs> with boobs. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. She thinks she is part of this galaxy. That's but, wonderful. But the guy who bought her is trying to hide the fact that she is just a toy. And that everything that she believes is just a cartoon that she is a property of. Hmm. Nope, I didn't watch anything else. It's... A, it's pr- I laughed quite a few times watching it. It's it's it just came out of nowhere. I watched it. It's not great, but I think it's entertaining. Nice. So there was that. I, I probably uh, watched it. Yeah. One that I actually really liked, and it's another short anime called Sen Ryu Girl, and it's and this is a show about a girl who's so shy that she can only communicate by haiku. 
Is this so, different than that other one that's been meme- being memed out like crazy? Oh, Kamori-san can't communicate? Yes. Yeah, this one's different. Okay. That's when I would love to be seen turned into an anime. I almost guarantee it will be an anime. One of these yeah, two. so Senryu Girl, uh, she and this other guy are part of this are actually part of this poetry club. And the guy's trying to get better at poetry because he wants to be, he wants to show a more sensitive side because everyone just thinks he's a tough, tough guy. Someone that people, you know, someone that would look scary if you saw him walking towards you. But he wants to show his more sensitive side. So he builds up this friendship with this girl who can only communicate via writing poetry. Hmm. And it's actually really cute. Nice. So there's that one, and then there's another one I watched called Al Chan Can't Study. And What's with all these can't not... study, can't talk, can't do anything? <laughs> <laughs> anime we can't never learn. What the heck? You can't so do anything. I, d- anime I don't anything. know why it's called Al Chan Can't Study, because the character Al is a very bright person, but her father is a uh, very popular erotica writer and in fact she's called owl because of the owl face or the owl what's what's the phrase in japan yes that's why yeah but her full name is actually a nod to the alhego alhego because the father is a pervert because he writes the erotic fiction and because she lives under the same roof as this guy who kind of this part might turn you off. He he's basically like a younger looking Hapose from Rama one half. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So so he kinda is trying to get his daughter laid in high school. That turned but, you off more than the other one. Yeah, that might turn you off. But <laughs> it's it's it has its funny moments. Because because he she remember when we were just talking mom, about how good an, uh, a good anime dad good anime dad yeah, this other anime this is a bad anime dad we just ruined it totally. but like but like this but but because of the father's mentality she thinks that all men are like that so she tries to stay away from them except for this one student who's actually trying to showcase how nice who who's actually really really nice mm-hmm. so. That was one of the other ones I watched. And the other one I watched is a show called Hitori Bochi no Marumaru Seikatsu. And it's about this girl, Hitori, who's got like hardcore social anxiety. And her only friend that she had in elementary school tells her that with them being apart, that when they reunite, hopefully in high school, that she will have made friends with everyone in her classroom. And she is, like, trying to struggle with actually making friends because of her hardcore social anxiety. To the point where, like, her, she, like, she has this book of, like, things to, in order to get past this whole sort of make friends with everyone in high school. One, cancel middle school. Well, that didn't work. Can't, I, I do number two, be the only one who's in the class. So, ergo, she has made friends with everyone if she's the only one there. That didn't work. And then later on, and so on and so forth, she tries everything, fails. But then she finally does make her first friend in middle school. 
And it's very sweet. And as someone who does have some sort of social anxiety, it is relatable. And it's not presented in a way like, ha ha, let's laugh at social anxiety. It's more of let's laugh with the character hmm. over the whole thing. I, I did see the preview and I did like the art. The art is cute and it is in my queue. I am going to check it out. Um, yeah. It was... Well, speaking of social anxiety... Do we want to talk about anime cons now? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Or, 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 or do we want to quickly talk about Greg at PAX East? Because oh, I actually right. got to take him well, that, to one convention. of my appointments with Isbrid Games. Well, me at PAX East is always a terrifying time. <laughs> now, first and foremost, for our listeners, if you want to check out all the articles, all 23 articles I wrote at PAX East, go to esh.co that's esh.co and you can listen to all the interviews i did at b3crew.com which includes um interviews with the developers of samurai showdown streets of rage 4 metamorphosis and uh, one of the games that we are going to talk about right now that greg and i demoed called world of horror which plays a lot of which pays a lot of homage to juji ito and japanese horror games and horror movies Ooh. It was a very interesting game. That appeals to me. Junji Ito and Japanese horror. So, the really cool thing about this game, and I don't know if Evan wanted to bring this up, but... You uh, go ahead. So, I'm sorry if I spoil it for you, but this guy made the game on MS Paint. Okay. That is scary. It is <laughs> so well done that I, I was blown away. He I talked to him for only like 30 seconds, but I and I unfortunately I forget the developer's name, but I imagine Evan will bring it up in a second. Um Pansat is his name. Yeah, he was Pantai, got it. So I thought just the artwork was incredible and it took him 2 years to do this for like more than I don't know if it I was like is this a 40 40 hour week? hours a week he said he was doing. It. I'm sorry, how many hours? 40 hours a week. Yeah, and he's like, I, he literally said, I just hated myself for two years and locked myself in my room. And just, <laughs> like, just made this game. And I'm like, that's pretty dope. Um, and and I, the gameplay was very interesting, but I'll let Evan take that one and give his first, first impressions. First uh, question, though, uh, right off the bat, just because you had talked about him making an MS Paint. And in regards to that, why did he choose MS Paint to make this game? Because he hates himself. Didn't you hear that part? <laughs> yeah. Well, does it look like an RPG Maker game? or? It, it, no, well, it looks like a very well done, like, old school uh, Game Boy uh, RPG game. Like a Pokemon type look? No. Uh, so I no. think it look, looks like Pokemon, maybe, but it, it doesn't have the move around. So it's one of those games, and I can't remember the name of the style, but it's like, okay, so it brings you, it, it shows like the room you're in or wherever you are, but, and there's a bunch of decisions that you can make. You click on it, and then it just like oh. goes to the next place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is okay, that so choose your own adventure game? I think so. It's it's somewhat, it, somewhat. And yeah. then adventure when you game. do have to fight monsters, it's kind of an RPG sort of setup. Yeah, so yeah. it's an adventure game, kind of. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the way that he designed a lot of the uh, the ghouls and ghosts that you meet up, it is creepy. Yeah. Like, he, like, 
you could tell the whole Junji Ito influence, and he managed to create his own characters that I think Junji Ito would not have. What's this game approval. called again? Uh, World of Horror. World of Horror. Um, it, it the I thought honestly the monsters were well designed, but especially the final boss on the demo. Oh yeah, the scissors girl. Yes, yeah, her name was not Scissor Hands, was it? No, it was like Scissors Girl. Uh, that was just nuts. Oh, interesting. So this is this is going to be on Steam. Yes, Steam I think... and Switch. Very cool. So this. Oh, is... and PS4 as well. This is still in development, I believe. Um, but hopefully, they said within the next few months it should be released. Months, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's already been working on it for a couple of years. Um, so I imagine it's coming out shortly. Cool. Um, I I dig it. So. While that was going on, or actually, Evan, do you have anything more to talk about? With no, 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 that was that was pretty good. And then afterwards, we moved on to play the game Nirvana, which is the sequel to the game Valhalla. And what's neat about what's different about this one is it's a new location, new characters, and this time you actually make real drinks. They're not like the fake ones that Valhalla had. Yeah, it was so, actually. It was kind of weird, because if you're into a storytelling game, then this game is for you. There's a lot of dialogue between you, the bartender, and whomever the customer is. Right, and who makes doujins. That was a customer. And like Valhalla, how you make the drinks, if you do it right, depends on how the story progresses. So if you suck at making the drinks, the story's not going to progress. But if you do make the drinks right, then you get to know the characters better. Now, did you have a different customer than I did? Because mine was a woman, and it's killing me that I don't remember the, like, the name of the woman. I'll pull up my article. Just Give me just one second. Yeah, so while you're doing that, pretty much the dialogue, or my impression of the dialogue was it was kind of cheesy at first and i'm like okay this game's like kind of nice like the art is nice parka parka was the character and then the bartender is sam right and so you play as sam trying to make drinks for parka who she's just kind of like upset and the dialogue's really cheesy but once you successfully start to make drinks for parka as the story moves along it it takes like a oh man it's like a kid show that turns into um an adult scene real fast in terms of story wise. It's just like, it, it goes down a dark rabbit hole and you're like, yeah. Whoa. And it's very creepy and freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you find out that the, um, that Parker's stories involves like mothers who try to keep their sons from finding girlfriends and whatnot. And the mothers do that in ways that is kind of, um, well, what you would expect from certain dojins. Is it like a, say. Fetish of the week type thing? Uh, more like a, I'm not going to touch that with a 40-foot pole kind of thing. <laughs> Fetish of the week, we like to keep it kosher. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you kind of meet these kinds of characters in Valhalla as well. But I like that they get into the whole argument when it's revealed that Sam is a mother and has a son... And then Parker is like freaking out. It's like, no, no, it's okay. I know you make these stories. I'm cool with it. It's all fiction. Don't worry. You're not offending me with the stories that you are making. And that makes Parker feel a little bit better. Hmm. Interesting. 
So, like, this game won't be released until 2020. It's still very deep into development. But I love Valhalla. That was my 2016 game of the year. So I have very high hopes that they're going to be able to repeat the success with Nirvana. That would be the hope, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, what else did you see at PAX? To be well, honest... Sam, I, oh, 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 go yeah. ahead, Evan. Well, Samurai Showdown, which is awesome. you got to look forward to that. Oh, yeah, I can't believe that they're making a new Samurai Showdown. Yeah. I know. And That's going to be The awesome. thing about Samurai Showdown, for you fighting fans, this is not one you button mash. This is a game where you have to be precise. Well, you don't button mash fighting games to begin with. Just saying. <laughs> well, really here's the thing them. with this Flips. one. Is when I demoed it, I found out soon enough that the game punishes you if you try to button mash. Really? So if you try to button mash your way through a fight... Like, the AI's, like, difficulty spikes upwards in a matter of seconds. Huh. I, I was wondering, a, I was curious as to whether or not the game uh, still had the seppuku feature. And that's how we I don't know if that's there it yet. It probably does. The, so, ba- basically, in, in a very Mortal Kombat kind of way, where you get to, like, a, a finishing screen at when fighting uh, an opponent, you can kill yourself instead of having them kill you. I might take that option in a competitive match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There were also moves that you could kill each other in one shot. Yes. Because you're basically just fighting. And that happened to... I was playing with one of the developers and he did that to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, What? Get out of here. Thanks for playing my game. (laughs) (laughs) They're very nice. They're very nice developers, by the way. (laughs) Very nice to kill you in one move. Now get to the back of the line, scrub. Yeah. <laughs> try, try hey, again. I press. I'm no fucking scrub. <laughs> Was the wait for that game pretty long if you weren't on press? Um, it wrapped all around the booth, so oh probably. Oh my lord. I would have okay. waited for Samurai Showdown. Yeah. Yeah. I would have waited for Streets, uh, Streets of, Rage of Rage 4, 4 though. Too. Streets of Rage 4, oh my god, it is fantastic. Good, because there hasn't been a good one since one. number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two and three, we, we just leave in the closet. Well, like, three is okay. People two say, is just trash. People say that two and three are better than one, but I wholeheartedly oh, that disagree. Is, that's like the Until most the erroneous time. statement you could ever make. Number one is the best. It's the most mechanically solid. Um, number two is broken. You're, you die way too fast and they don't give you enough lives to go through the entire game. Number three is number two, but fixed with all those problems. But you still have that stupid, like, I do my special move and it hurts me yeah. thing. Well, they do that for number four, but they fix it. Okay, they too. do that, but the thing is you can actually regenerate your health again. Right. Yeah, uh, but number one was the coolest because you only got one special move. Yep. And you had to know when to use it perfectly, but it didn't hurt you. It, you just didn't get it back. Yep. You only got once per level. It's pretty rad. Except for that one level that had a cop car pickup. Yes, there's a pickup. So good. So good. Yeah. Can't wait. Fun fact, that was John, me and Jonathan's first video game. Ever. Ever. Streets of Rage? Streets yep. of Rage. Streets of Rage, the first one. It was the very first game, video game that we ever played at three years old. Yep. Wow. Wow, that's a lot better than mine. I think mine was like Mario Kart or Mario Party 2. Mm. Yeah, we were, we were Sega kids. <gasps> no, I lied. It was Spyro on the PlayStation. Wow, that was late. Yeah, well, 
We, I, I don't even know what to say to that. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So, like I said, for our re- for our listeners, go to esh.co to read all of my articles because there was a lot that I played and a lot that I wrote, and I would appreciate if you wrote, read all my articles because I spent a really long time finding them. <laughs> Wandering around that giant advertisement con. <laughs> that was a great con. <laughs> Advertise con. <laughs> all right. Pop up con. Close up all the windows. Yeah. There's a fire. There's a fire. Con. Somewhere. That's what started the con flu. The virus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. NI Boston. We still haven't talked to you guys about our panels. Yay! One thing that we did want to do was we wanted to discuss the feedback that we've gotten about cons for other people from our Discord. Let's use our Discord for what yeah. it was used for. It's a collection of all the information all at once so that we know where to find everything. And it's worked out so far. Uh, is that actually in the con section or is it in fan service? Uh, there were people talking about it in cons. Yeah, con talk. Um, do, 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 do. So uh, there, there were a couple things. Like Gerardo was telling us about how uh, he was at WonderCon and he met Tim Cook, or sorry, Tom Cook, who was an old Hanna-Barbera animator. Yes! And he actually got animation... Oh, wait, no, he got a commission. He didn't get animation sales. He got a commission. Yeah, even better. Like, <laughs> what? You got a commission from a Hanna-Barbera artist? Dang, dude! Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That is rad. That is, like, that's priceless. That is a great commission. Wicked Fan Gerardo also showed... The best cosplay at WonderCon, which was uh, some sort of <laughs> it's, it's Wonder uh, Woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a Wonder Woman. She's a Hispanic woman, but and it's oh, a yes. lasso. It's a it's a flip flop. Yeah, she has <laughs> a flip flop. Yeah, Hispanic Wonder Woman has a golden flip flop. Well, did you uh, did you see? There was also one when Infinity War came out where somebody posted online uh, Chulo Thanos and the uh, Infinity Sandal. <laughs> it was he was only a sandal that had all the stones inside of it, and it was. Um, and then, uh, we, we have a new, we have a new guest on our discord named rock who does cosplay and he does all armor cosplay. So he was, he was showing pictures of all of his, uh, Spartan cosplays and his, uh, Alphonse from full metal alchemist cosplay. It's pretty good. So it's, it's really good to have somebody like him on the discord who is going to be showing actual cosplays that he is making himself. Yeah. This was his halo i'm sorry his master chief cosplay was pretty rad i guess he was saying it's his first costume uh fiberglass and bondo 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 torture device yeah bondo torture device so he like bent it around the bondo Oof! took him about a year and a grand holy moly (laughs) but it came out really sweet if you guys check it out on the cosplay text channel on our wicked anime discord yeah we have cosplay is art holy crap um megadaffy mike who uh, spiked a conversation about uh, con depression when huh, we were yes. talking about our first episode of Con Month with the uh, how do you get over con depression? Yeah, how do you do it? Um, so it's uh, it, it varies for different people. 
and um, there's it, it, it like for instance like uh, Frostbeard mm. does not he's never really had con depression that he did talk about uh, traveling nine thousand kilometers or uh, fifty six hundred miles to do uh, three do panels at three different cons in four weeks. So <laughs> traveling all across Canada. Holy moly! Uh, By that time, you really just don't want to go to conventions anymore. Gagnete yeah. in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which is <laughs> the most Canadian place ever. Con Bravo in Hamilton, Ontario. Did Amazon. he go to Sasquatchicon? <laughs> Did he go to Sasquatchicon? <laughs> That was the greatest. Is that a legit con? <laughs> no. No, I didn't think No, we made that up in one episode. Yeah, it, it was in con for con month last year. We made up cons and we had to figure out which ones weren't real. And Sasquatch Con was the standing champion of that fake should, con that should exist. That should exist. Uh, uh, let's see. Animathon in Edmonton, Alberta. And then there's also Odafest in Calgary. and There's so many conventions in Canada. I know. We need to cross that border, guys. We do. I, so I've always had this dream of, uh, this would make a great con month topic, a dream of making a documentary uh, called Bros and Cons. And it would be traveling. I was thinking about doing 50 cons in 50 states. Holy it, crap. Yeah. But it could, no. we could make a sequel uh, documentary to that where it's our Canadian tour and we just go all, travel all across Canadian land and... Uh, and go to all the cons that are up there. Mm. Canadian land. Home of the maple syrup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we should probably Timmy get there Hortons. before there's a wall. Let's go get a donut at Timmy Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, wanted, I always wanted to try a Tim Hortons. I hear they have really great coffee. Well, I mean, and maybe if, you go to, if you go to Canada, they're just like, yeah, it's just Tim Hortons. It's... Mediocre. It's just it's just Tim Hortons. Well, but you know, what? a lot of people live well, by Tim Hortons. Though. We consider Dunkin' Donuts to be the look. Wasteland. When I when I was in Washington, we crossed the border, and the first thing we saw when we crossed the border was a Tim Hortons. And I was like, <laughs> we gotta go there, and uh, and and we didn't. So I was very upset. So so apparent. So in in um, Canada, they actually have a pizza place called Boston Pizza. Yes, I actually have heard of this. That's and but uh, but my buddy Damien Abraham, the front man of the band Fucked Up, has told me that Boston Pizza has some of the worst pizza ever. Well, <laughs> duh, that's why every pizza place in Boston is New York style or Chicago <laughs> style. <laughs> Boston Pizza is is not a thing. Yeah, we don't exist. have Boston Pizza. Chicago style isn't even real pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it's, it's but it's good. Pizza. It's literally just a pie. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's the most literal definition of a pizza pie do you love very little cheese and a lot of marinara sauce <laughs> it's a marinara sauce pie no it's like a soup like you can literally <laughs> just like take a spoon because i went to chicago and i was really excited to have deep dish and i just like literally tried to eat it like normal and i couldn't i had to get no you have to eat it with a knife and fork that's not pizza <laughs> yeah. that's Gosh. disgusting uh, i don't care it's still good one thing that Megadaffy did also say in um, their post is that um, 
that is social anxiety is uh is a thing you know while we talked about that during con culture it's so much easier to interact with people at cons like just it's it's just a place where it's almost like free range suddenly it's like because wow. it's it's the mentality of if everybody's super then nobody's super <laughs> if everybody has social anxiety then nobody has social exactly anxiety. <laughs> that is a great incredibles reference right there right off the bat boom but it's true though right no <laughs> But no, in, in a way... It, I mean, yes. I, I mean, I suppose, yes, it would be true. In, in a way, it's kind of like, well, here we all together are standing in this place and we know what it's like to not, you know, talk, uh, be able to talk to other people, so let's talk to each other. I I don't have that problem. I well, can talk to just anybody. Either, but, <laughs> but I'm saying I can sympathize. It's just easier to talk people at cons, though, because as you That's guys mentioned can... before, it's like everyone shares the same common... Yeah. You don't have to start a conversation with, hey, you like anime too? You already know that. But that's why we can stand up on stage and scream at people. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why anime cons are the best! You get to scream at people! It's true. I mean, there's no better feeling than being in that panel room. That's why I tell us, like, we we have the best seats. You guys have crappy seats. We have the best seats. We're almost shout politically incorrect things. Oh, so good. Mm. I love the fact... Life force. (laughs) Then people cheer. Woo! I love the fact that we can... Like, scream at people from a microphone, but now we have the chance to do it in front of their face. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't wait. <laughs> they can, they can take, actually physically take a picture of us so that they can put the avoid, do not let this person into the con poster. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yep. Next thing you see Which it's might like, happen to us probably after this year. Oh, yeah. eventually. It's gonna, it's, it's, they're it's gonna, coming. Catch, they're gonna catch on to us and be able to be like, wait a second. <laughs> The, the next thing you see is just one of us, like, screaming at a crowd member so hard that, like, veins are popping out of our neck, and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> they use that photo as, like, the do not let <laughs> into this crime. <laughs> Constantine took some pretty good pictures, so, yeah. It's gonna be, like, uh, the opening credits to that TV show, You're the Worst. <laughs> don't don't let this person in the con, and don't give them heroin! <laughs> Oof. <laughs> a special surprise. Okay, so speaking of panels, hmm. let's talk about the panels that we're doing this year. So, Hardcore Anime is coming back for its seventh year. And we got, like, half of it is new. Yes, so we so there's a lot of really, there's a lot of new anime and new clips that we were able to filter in there. Uh, one of the sections that we did, came, one of them is, is theme-based. Like, one of them is based on the theme of this year at Anime Boston, which is Samurai. Yeah. Um, uh, another one came to me... I was thinking of jokes that we could tell. And I was like, okay, so if I get this one joke, how can we center the whole section around this joke? And so I did it. I figured it out. It's going to be brilliant. Everybody's going to love it. That's uh, how we That's how we make our videos, and, too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it has all new clips, because I had a whole bunch of new clips that we could use. Yeah. So, so I used a bunch of new fun clips, and oh my gosh, that the Machine Gun Girl clip is so funny. <laughs> It's so funny. I la- I was laughing just putting the whole thing there. Whatever. So it's funny. Um, and then uh, and then we have, you know, Wicked Core. And uh, oh. still talking about that. And we, trust me, we're going to be screaming at you again. And we have a bigger room this year. We have at least double the size room that we did last year. Yeah, it was a video room yeah. last year. So it's got a humongous screen. Yep. We, okay, so we saw, we were watching uh, Dragon Ball Abridged in this room. And it was like... If I recall correctly, it's like a movie theater screen in there. It's in the center. Yeah. It's got to be a different sized room, though. Probably. Wait, so we have that screen, that room? No, we probably don't have that screen, but we have that room. So it's, but it's, so it's, 
it's at least double the size of the room that we have that from last year. Well, I would imagine they would just keep the screen in there. No. No, no, no. No, they break it. No, down no, they'll put that screen room. somewhere else. Oh, that's because okay. it's for a video room. It was so that year it was a video room, so like the screens people... are big enough to begin with. Oh, they're great. Oh, all right. so, but there's a lot of seats in that room. There was like there's like three sections of seats. Yeah. So oh, because they, they they set up the screens according to the size of the room. So so the 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 size of the room is always scaled to the screen. Right. So. Okay. Other way around. Switch switch that. Yes, we have waifu. Yep. And waifu's waifu, in the same room. Wa- yeah, waifu's in that very same room. And that one is we still need to change some stuff. I think we need to update it a little bit. Um, I, I hope that maybe we can work on getting some I new th- Uncanny Valley stuff I in there. I think people would enjoy waifu more if we talk about archetypes of waifus. So it's it's um, we only have an hour this year. Yes. So and I think you're right. Maybe we should work on that next week. Mm. It's already going to be done by the time you're listening. To like this, we but. should mash science and art together. And then just do the second half as archetypes. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. I think people would really enjoy that. That would that would be really fun. But we we still have our, our other panel that we're running with. So if so if, if we don't get that done, you guys still get good old waifu uh, as far as that goes. And you learn some brain science. I think that in the very near future, we're going to have more panels. Because like if you, if you think about oh, it, yeah. if we take waifu and we change it into like talking about archetypes and stuff like that, and then we take just completely take out the Uncanny Valley section and make it its own panel. We could talk mm. about the Uncanny Valley for an hour. Somebody took my AMV idea, though, this year. Somebody really? else is doing... I think there's a there's an 18-plus panel called F'd Up AMVs or something like that. No, F your AMVs. F, F your AMVs. And, um, and that's really upsetting because I know whoever's doing it, we can do it better. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, we'll come see your panel and prove us wrong. Like, seriously, invite us to your panel and prove us wrong. And... As, as long as it's not at the same time as our panels, because I know we <laughs> have a true. lot on Saturday. Yeah. It's okay. We actually have an entire notebook filled with ideas for panels. That we're we're actually on. night loaded on both Friday and Saturday, because we have to go to a manga gamers panel as well. Yep. So. It's going to be fun. It's going to yeah. be a blast. Oh, oh, I, I can't, can't wait. wait. Spend, we don't have press this year, so we can spend a ton of time <laughs> in the dealer's room. Yeah, we can get bored of the dealer's room. We yeah. have so much Ooh. time. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna need like more money. <laughs> I just spent like a lot of money on my car, so I don't have any. And by the oh, way, no. I, I will again. I'm just. I just want to campaign again that everybody should go to the uh, on Sunday the Anime Boston charity auction. Mm. Um, not only is it for a good cause, but it is the most fun that I have at the entire weekend. It is really fun. Not, not besides doing our panel. Besides our panel. Besides doing Go to our, our panels, panels first, yeah. and then wake up early sleep deprived and spend a ton of money. <laughs> because of your sleep depravity, you're going to spend an, uh, an irrational amount of money on charity pieces. Yeah, because, dude, at the charity auction, oh my gosh, you're, so people will hold fun. up, like, things you want. And you'll be like, okay, I'll throw money well, in for that. Do you remember, like, they were selling things, like, last year. The When they premiered Akira in Japan, they had those movie pamphlets that told you about the movie. It was, like, a playbill it, from Japan, and they had an original one. And they were auctioning it off, and somebody bought it for, like, what was it, like, like, 200 bucks or well, something and, like that. And, well, also wow. last year, the artist for Fist of the North Star had a custom commission of Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. I remember that because you were raving about it. Yeah, yeah. well, because they couldn't sell it because they start... So so the the one issue that I hope they fix 
about the auction at Anime Boston. And Anime Boston, if you're listening, take this as note. You, when you have an auction, you have to start bidding below the actual sell number. Because if you get numbers in that people, like if people start bidding, then then the You'll train reach. will start rolling. Yeah. So they the problem was is they were selling the Kenshiro Commission for they start at one thousand dollars minimum. Yeah, that's not thousand dollars, and and nobody bet on it. And there were people there. There were people there who easily spent over a thousand dollars in in money while they were there. Like people have bottomless pockets for the charity auction, which is great. It's so much fun. But the problem was is yeah. But the problem was is they started at one thousand. They they should have started at eight hundred dollars and let it go above a thousand dollars. That's what they should have done. Wow. So, so so Anime Boston, if you're listening, that's the only critique I have. And also, F, F your AMVs person. We, we were totally joking. Don't take us so so seriously if you're listening. We probably will try to go see your panel anyway. Yeah, I would love to. Because if you do it like we would do it, then it's going to be great. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, Evan. And then finally, we have. <laughs> we have Who Cringed Last coming Friday night, early Saturday, 12.30 a.m. in rooms 302, 304. And if I'm not mistaken, that's like the biggest room that's on the, the third floor. So we, got, so we got the biggest room for our game show this year. Uh, we, Me and Evan finished it. We finished the whole uh, presentation. So the game is done. We have all yeah. the prizes. We have everything set up. I heard we are proud and both ashamed of ourselves of the <laughs> clips that we're going to be using. Yeah, so this year, uh, after we were done with it, I was just like, oh my. Like, we <laughs> have pushed some envelopes. <laughs> and <laughs> Really? It is an 18 plus gonna, panel, right? It's an 18 plus panel, so it's perfectly are we fine. Gonna, are we going to get in trouble? Like Maybe. Um, <laughs> so, now, we have seen... Um, we, we I have seen Extreme Geek. And Extreme Geek can push it really far with things uh, and they have before even even to the point where i've seen like let's put it this way let's put it this way not on stage me as a person aflm i do not have an issue whatsoever with what we're showing there's no problem but exactly but we would like to not offend anybody to the point where we can keep doing who cringe last yes so we are not physically hurting anybody let's put it that way (laughs) yeah no one's gonna be physically hurt this is all for laughs we may have to put a warning up front we may we any form of emotional scarring that may occur is your is just you know par for the course Yeah, it's it's your own. It's, it's don't be a bitch. Just just grow some balls and man up. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. AFLM. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to come to our panel, and if you didn't like what Andrew just said, you don't come to our panel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should also make the point. You know, we do have our fan base when it comes to this panel, and it has been put on paper that it is historically some people's favorite panels I of Anime Boston. That. We, that was awesome. Yeah, we did in fact get. Uh, oh, holy crap, I'm glad you guys are doing this again, which is sad because it's not the hardcore anime panel, but it is cringe. So well, we it. haven't put an advertisement up for the hardcore anime, that's anime true. panel yet. That's true. But we, right. we have people who physically come up to us. And yeah, do. so we have this we have this group of people who come to hardcore every year and sit in the front row, and they're our hype crowd. Like, if if, if me, and, me and Jonathan have to get the crowd on our side every year for hardcore by screaming as loud as we can, but these same guys come to our show every There's year. Like we, three to five we love them to death. 
They come as Lupin cosplayers, and or at least uh, one of them is a Lupin cosplayer. One of them is uh, military gear. I remember one of yeah, them. Yeah, uh, and they all cheer and scream and yell. And, and everybody else does. I hope I hope we see them again this year. I hope, I hope so too. God and um, we should make a point that we also have some fantastic prizes for who cringe last. We got a, a lot of cool things from our good buddies at Sentai Filmworks, Vertical Comics, Manga Gamer, and one other company who was glad to donate to us but refused but said, don't to... Don't say my name at your panel. Don't say our name at our panel. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, we'll give you something. <laughs> Just don't don't get us involved. <laughs> now, do you think you could figure out the name of the company by the prize that they're distributing? Well, they're yeah, probably. Box. Yeah, because it's, it's it's literally branded on the on the books that we're going to be giving out. But we can't say that they're a sponsor of our panel because they're not a sponsor. Because they're panel. not a sponsor of our panel. They probably found out that I said bug rape fetish, and and we're just like, nope. I'm sorry. You can't say our name. You did say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and I Google searched and it. I put it. And I put the trailer to that. And I put the trailer to that in the hardcore anime panel pre-show just so that I can say bug rape fetish at the convention. Okay, so I want to see that after this recording. And number two, we don't talk about what I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> you did it on recording, dude. No, we don't talk and bring it up in this one. <laughs> no. We but went. you know who cringed last we worked our butts off I, I i did my best to find as good enough clips as possible this year andrew helped out with a couple of other ones Splice especially with together. the questions and oh my you guys are either in for a treat or for something that you're going to be talking about in future therapy sessions I, I, you're going to remember it for the rest of your life I, t- I tell you what i tell you what whoever makes it to the cringe off which is the final round, the cringe-off is really tough this year. It really, is very really, tough, really, really and tough. we use some very disturbing clips. <laughs> we we there, we are balls. To, like, basically, if you made it to the cringe-off and, and you decide to leave during the cringe-off, it's just like, what's the matter with you? You, you made it this far. You're Why don't you stay? Path. Yeah, just stay. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. I just want to see somebody who has like a straight face during the whole thing. That would make my night. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm gonna play the the show for you guys after the after recording. Oh, Wouldn't it be funny if um that that is that staff member got up onto the panel yes! again this year? I think I, I I don't I forget I I'm sorry I forget what your name, but um but if you are there this year, uh and I I don't know I I can't tell if that was him who who commented on the Facebook page that that's like his thing, but man, that guy is so cool. He is so cool. And I hope he comes. The guy who's been a contestant, not on purpose every year we've done the panel. Oh, him. Yes. He got the what? Second place. He's second place last year. Every single person in the room take, writes their name on a piece of paper and puts it in a box and we draw it random. And we got the same guy two years in a row. Last year we had like 500 people. He was one out of 500 people and got it twice. Are you serious? You should play the lottery. I'm in a stats class. I can calculate the probability of Yeah, one in 500. No. (laughs) No, for two years in a row? Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. There's other variables in this. This is great. For two years in a row. So so the first room had 300 people. 100. First first year had one app? 100? I think the first year was 100 people. Oh, that's right, because we had to turn away, like, a bunch of people. Yeah. 
Yeah. But now you said we have a bigger room. We have a, yeah, it's like, yeah, double, this is like the, the game show room. So, yeah, one, yeah, oh, oh, I'm sorry, not double the size. Uh, like. Almost triple. Yeah, not, not even. We're talking, so, so we had, we fit like 150 people into the first year. Then we fit th- uh, 500 people into yeah. the second year. This right. room and then, will yeah. fit about maybe 1,200 people. Holy crap. So the question is, is will we fill the room? That's the question. That would be so cool. If Extreme you Geek has that room every year, and they don't fill the room every year. Yeah. There's always seats in the back. So yeah. it'll be hard to... Uh, this is going to be exciting. But I'm so excited. Yeah. As long as there's like plenty of people, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> John Star just gave me this like straight don't face. Worry yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't Ray, worry about Ray's it. Gonna be a judge. And uh, we should make the point too that even if you're not picked in any of the rounds, you still might have a chance at winning something. Yes, yeah. and we'll tell this. We'll say this at the beginning of the show as well. Um, now, yeah. b- the this panel is so on Friday of the con, the first day of the con, you it, it's going to be at midnight. Twelve thirty. Yeah, twelve thirty. Yeah, we start letting people in at midnight. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Saturday morning. I thought all three or four of our the panels. Well, that's were what like, I thought I, initially, but when I wrote to Anime Boston just to confirm, they went crap. They didn't switch over to military time. No, it's Friday early Saturday. Yeah, oh. so it's fr- It's a Friday night panel, uh, and, and then we have some on, on s- and then we have like two on Saturday, and then ours are Saturday and um, and Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh man, these late night panels. I know. Well, the good thing about this year is that hardcore anime isn't that late this. Hardcore this time anime's a great time. Hard, hardcore anime. We got some prime spot. I think we got a prime spot for hardcore anime this year. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm. Man, this is great. This yeah. Is yeah I'm like great. super excited. I don't sound like it, but I really am. He is excited, and we we've got some great music to play beforehand to hype up the crowd. It's it's gonna be a blast. Now, um, we should, we have... well, oh, let me just make, let's just make the point that the game show will contain gruesome violence, possible, uh, sexual content and a gratuitous amount of nudity as well. Bug rig fetish. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's just, uh, AFL. I, ma- uh, I, I will make, I, I will make that announcement before the panel starts. I will do that. The following panel oh, contains uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I wonder if we have time to make a video for it. Like, just a quick text video, but... Yeah, maybe. yeah, you should probably do that. Make a quick text video. We might, maybe. To save our asses. Just to save our asses and make sure we can do this again next year. <laughs> and just make sure that the last words are are both, don't get offended, you have been warned. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your phrase for the con. <laughs> just right. you have two, two giant signs. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should wrap yeah. it up. Cool. Yes. I cannot wait. So when you're listening to this episode, we are going to be enjoying ourselves at Anime Boston. And, and hopefully you will, you will be if, too. If you're not listening to this episode, I hope it's because you are at Anime Boston with us. So. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we've, we've already gone through our fan service in a way, technically. So, um, so we can just go on to some shameless plugs, Andrew. Well, no, you had the one sh- you had the one fan service about the new era of Japan. I thought, Oh my gosh, we totally forgot to talk about the new era of Japan. Yeah. Because wicked fan, Mike 
had sent us. Even this was all over the internet. I heard from J List and everything like that. But the uh, Wiki fan Mike had brought to our attention that they have declared what the new era of uh, Japan is going to be because there's a new emperor in 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 reign. And we were we just finished up the Heisei era. I say we like I live there. What a weeb. Uh, no, uh, so Japan <laughs> has is leaving the Heisei era, and they're moving into the Reiwa era. Yes. Which, um, is, it just, all that means is that it, where it's under a new family ruling. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily know how that politics works. Evan, do you know by any chance? It's kind of like England. They have an emperor or king or queen, but they have parliament and they have, they have their own elected officials. Yeah. Cause they have, they have like a, a, an emperor in Japan, but they also have a president. Or a prime minister? Yeah, prime minister. Yeah. So just um, like England. Just like England. Yep. Yeah. So um so and so they they are moving and, and this and the Heisei era was a really long era in Japan. Uh and there was and during that time there was zero or like close to zero percent economic growth, which is good in Japan because it has made everything really cheap and really mm-hmm. affordable to buy but they're wondering if this new reiwa era is going to change the economic climate of japan that is one thing that they're talking about well considering that the um the translation for reiwa is beautiful harmony you know hopefully that'll mean that there'll be a lot of prosperity and peace throughout japan did it uh did you hear the article that uh, beautiful harmony is the name of a song that was used in a uh a hentai game, yes, I know. Yeah, okay, so so people started looking up Beautiful Harmony. Yeah. And, oh, and they <laughs> and they were getting the Reiwa era and the hentai game. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Alright. Shameless plugs, Andrew. Alright, if you guys wanna join us on the interwebs or talk about a con convention at all, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can message us or look at cool posts that we've made or, you know, just generally comment on anything that you like and say, hey, Wicked Anime, like what you're doing. Connected to that Facebook page is our Discord invite. That Discord invite is up there for good. So if you find the Discord link on the Facebook page, jump on the Discord and post even more. We are mostly openly available to hang out on the discord and it's basically our meme factory and but you can also talk about anything <laughs> anything else you want that's in the topics about our podcast yeah we finally got everything that we need to talk about on the show i think i think we might have know. lost maybe we, yeah maybe <laughs> um so uh if you guys are not listening to this podcast already at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime you can find this at nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime but you can also find us at Acast and spotify and Maybe even some Googles Stitcher. or Stitcher, iTunes, you know, iTunes anywhere. Uh, and you can also find our videos at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews. And then you can find us on the social medias. Besides Facebook.com, you can also find a Facebook on uh, Twitter. Tweet us at <laughs> your wicked anime. <laughs> Twitter, there was one word in there that was important and he said it. Yeah, so. at your wicked anime. <laughs> and that's, that's it for that. So Evan, what do you got? 
So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastion Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and the J-Pop video games and anime amino pages at kingbabyduckesh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Rock Cap and Review, and Smashed Rook. And folks, like I said, I'm very excited. I hope you guys will check us out at Anime Boston for Who Crins Last, for My Wife Who Is Not Weird, for Hardcore Anime, or you just want to come by and say hi to us. We may be a little bit shy, but when you get slowly talking into us when you slowly start talking to us we kind of come out of our shells well speaking for myself specifically i was gonna say who's shy i'm shy okay god (laughs) (laughs) it's why i'm normally the silent type when you guys are like talking to all the other fans because okay what uh what should i say to them i don't know Ah. i'm glad that person's a fan of me (laughs) Way over here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, I'll be bringing some of the plushies. I'll be bringing Special Week. I'll bring Kokori-san. And I'm thinking maybe bringing Ginko from Yirikuma Arashi with me to Anime Boston. So you may see them at various panels. I hope you bring Special Week to all the panels just so her big googly eyes can stare at everybody. <laughs> she would be pretty good at the waifu panel. Yeah, oh yeah, she should be at the waifu panel. Hardcore doesn't make any sense. Or that. maybe the Who Cringe Last panel. Well, I mean, Who Cringe Last, it's more of like an ominous stare at that point. <laughs> she's a special judge. She's always staring. <laughs> she's all special she's all watching us from beyond the grave. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all we have for this week's episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, we hope that you enjoy whatever con you're going to for con month, and we will be wrapping up con month in the next episode. But until then, we are going to sign off the only way we know how. K-Mart! <laughs> Everybody's going. <laughs> Everybody's going to the car tonight. Everybody's going to the car tonight. I didn't even know you could put your voice at high, Greg. Yeah, I can do Elmo, Gollum, Jar Jar Banks. Um, I'm this Jar Jar. I saw the the Hobbit last night. Oh wow! Did you like it? Um, it was okay. <laughs> I, I that know. stutter though, like um, <laughs> no, it was god awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the first time I, I had seen it before, but it was the first time that I got to sit down and watch it in its entirety. And <laughs> All right, I hello, Andrew. Guys. Would you like to go on an adventure? Oh man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, let's take a look at some some panel stuff. Let's go watch The Hobbit. <laughs> we, yeah. No, we have to we have to finish the panels. We just yes. made an entire recording about the panels that we're doing, and they're not done yet. <laughs> let's go make the panels. End of recording. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.